Hey, I'm Michael, online pastor at Silverdale Baptist Church, and I'm excited to welcome you to our podcast. Now, after you listen to this episode, I hope you'll stick around for just a moment. I'll be sharing about some resources we have for you, as well as a few things going on at Silverdale right now that we would love for you to be a part of. Now, I really hope this podcast is just what you need today to help you in your relationship with Jesus. Well, Merry Christmas and welcome to Pre-Service, a podcast preparing you for worship here at Silverdale Baptist Church. My name is Michael and I'm with my good friend, Kevin. How you doing, Kevin? I'm doing great today. I'm excited to get into this tonight. Merry Christmas to you. Thanks, man. Merry Christmas to you all out there. Thanks for joining us. Spend a little bit of time. Kevin, are you done Christmas shopping yet? I am not, brother. I, I'm not even going to act like I, I've started. Are you close? I you have started. started. I am not close yet. I'm not it's close. It's getting close. I know. It's closer than it was. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> we, uh, I would say I'm probably 70% done. Really? Yep. Yep. Impressive, bro. I, I'm, I'm here to impress. That you, you have. <laughs> no joke. I'm here to make myself look really good. No, that's, <laughs> no, no, we that's make much the, of Jesus, not of us. Oh, but, thank you for that but reminder. I, but I, well, I appreciate you're going to share that back with me, <laughs> brother. We're going to reflect his glory as much as we can. Absolutely. Kevin, why are we here tonight? Well, you know, you and I had been doing this for a while. We'd come up on a passage and in preparation, we'd be studying or reading. And sometimes it'd be a text. Sometimes it'd be a phone call. Sometimes we'd sit down uh, for breakfast or lunch and and just share about that. Some of the observations we saw and the things that we found applicable in our lives from the Lord's Word. And you had this idea that this might be a good way for people as you all are preparing for the upcoming weekend's services. If we went over the passage that's going to be part of the sermons uh, from some of our pastors, if we shared some of our observations and, and talked about it and allowed other people to be involved in it. Yeah. So our pastor here at Silverdale has been teaching us about the SOAP Bible study method. And he's been uh, alluding back to that uh, for quite some time now. And if you're not familiar with that, it's it's just a, a way of thinking through studying your Bible, uh, which includes, of course, reading the scripture, making observations about the scriptures. It's not an acronym, S-O-A-P, reading scripture, observations, application, and then, and then praying over it. And so in this podcast, uh, we want to come alongside of you as you're thinking through and making observations about the scripture. And hopefully this is going to be a way to, as you said, Kevin, to, to prepare you for worship this coming Sunday. Now, our pastor is in a series, a Christmas series called What Child Is This? And uh, he is looking at passages in the Bible that tell the Christmas story that are not in the Gospels. Mm. Are, are there some of those? Well, I sure I, hope we so. We had one last week. We had one last week. I think we'll have another one this week. Otherwise, this podcast is totally We're sunk. <laughs> we are sunk, if not. But thank God, he does tell about the birth of Jesus uh, from different perspectives outside of the Gospels. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about this. Yeah, so what's, what's really unique about this particular passage uh, when you're considering the Christmas story is uh, it goes way outside of the Gospels. In fact, most of the time when you think of the Christmas story, when I think of the Christmas story, we tell it from a human perspective. Jesus became man. Yeah. The incarnation, God became man. And so we we read the Christmas story. It's a beautiful Christmas story uh, of God being born, clothing himself uh, in flesh, setting aside for a season some of his that glory, uh, glory, yeah. and taking on, humbling himself to become like us so that he can redeem us from our sins. It's a beautiful story. The Christmas story in the Gospels is wonderful. But as all of that is going on, 
there is a side to it that we don't readily see. There's a yeah. spiritual side to the Christmas story. So, I mean, you've been there at a, a hospital or maybe even at somebody's home when a child was born and you could see that, yes. right? So, I mean, there there's an element that anybody who is there with Mary and Joseph would have seen that piece. But this story you're talking about, there's something special about it. There is something special about it. And so we're going to, we're going to, uh, peel back the veil and take yeah. a look at what was happening in the spiritual realm, if you will, uh, as, as we talk about Christ's birth. And so we're going to look tonight at Revelation chapter 12. And so, Kevin, do you want to read that? I don't know that we're going to read the whole chapter. Maybe we'll read through what, maybe verse 11? Let, that sounds good. Let's read down to verse 11 and, and just stop right about there. So uh, Revelation chapter 12, we're reading in the ESV. And a great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was pregnant and was crying out in birth pains and the agony of giving birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on his heads seven diadems. His tail swept down a third of the angels of heaven and cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that when she bore her child, he might devour it. She gave birth to a male child, one who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. But her child was caught up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God in which she is to be nourished for 1,260 days. Now war arose in heaven. Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was defeated, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent, who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they love not their lives, even unto death. Amen. Yeah. Awesome. You know, so the key to understanding this passage, this chapter, is identifying who the key characters are in this chapter. And once you can identify those key characters, the rest of it begins to make a little more sense. And so if you read back through that passage and begin to make some observations, you'll notice that there are three main players, yeah. if you will. There are two individuals, and then there's a group. Um or the group is, I guess, identified as a woman. Yes. And so understanding who that woman in, woman is is key. You also read that there is a child. This woman a male is, child, is yeah. pregnant. And there is a male child. And I guess it's no secret, since this is the Christmas season and we're talking about a baby being born. You got to expect. You got to expect. But then there's also a, a dragon that's hmm. there. Um, it's which, interesting. Yeah, not your typical... Um, nativity scene character. You, yeah. You don't generally think of that when you think of a nativity scene and you think of the manger and, yeah. and Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus. And you think of different animals perhaps around there. 
But I think this is speaking of something else. Yeah. So as you're making observations about this, we would encourage you to spend some time thinking through who those main characters are. The woman, who is she? Um, uh, what group of people is she? The dragon. Uh, maybe refer back to some other passages, going back to Genesis and, as, and looking up passages that talk about a serpent uh, and a dragon in the Old Testament. Um, and then the child, of course, we, we, we've pretty well identified that as Jesus. And so, Kevin, as I look at this passage, it seems to me that um, this, there's a story that's told yeah. in verses 1 through 6, and then it seems to be retold, but maybe with a little more detail yeah. in verses 7 through 12. Can you talk about that just a little bit for us? Well, it, it seems to me like the story is told in a little more abstract place in 1 through 6. We see kind of part of the story um, from one perspective, right? We have Christ coming. We know that that was God's plan, that Jesus would come as our Redeemer. Uh, he said it in, early in Genesis, um, and here he is coming. We know that there was someone in opposition to that. There was someone who rebelled against the Lord, and we see that in many places in the Bible. And he's listed here and referenced here. And we know that there are people made in God's image here. And, and so I think they have a part in this too. Um, but then we get down to seven, and we get a different level of detail. You know, in verse seven, it starts off with, Now war arose in heaven. Boy, that I didn't see that in the first six verses. That really kind of stands out, right? That's that's right. So, so that's there's right. something going on, and I think for us, when we think about the Christmas story, the Christmas season, and we think about the birth of Christ, it's easy for us to get kind of caught up in the story of the angels coming to the to the shepherds, and uh, they were out in their fields with their flocks. They come in looking for the baby. And it really is more from a human perspective, what was going on and the glory and the praise, obviously, that Jesus deserves, that he got, that the thanksgiving and the celebration that that coronated his birth. You know, I, I think that we can see those things and we can feel some of those feelings and the elation at now the promised one is come. He's here. He is Lord in, in child form, in human form. But boy, this is a little different perspective. So this tells us a little more of the story going back before that. And then we see this spiritual life, this spiritual event going on, and it catches up to the story of Jesus. And then we see some of the spiritual import of it. So in advance of that, we see Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon and his angels. So there's some rebellion in heaven. There's some warfare in heaven. And we see that the dragon lost. Mm. And so here he is. Uh, if we go back up to verse 4, we see that the dragon, knowing that he'd been cast down, it, it appears at this point, is standing in front of the woman. He stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that when she bore her child, he might devour it. I think back to the actual story, if we go back to just the human version of it and we look at that, we realize that there was an attempt by Herod to kill all of the young male children that's right. in Israel, right? He said, everybody two and under, slaughter the kids, get rid of them. And I think that's an attempt by this dragon. Whatever hold, whatever control he had on the political structure, that seems to me to be an example of what it's saying, that he was standing there ready to devour that child, but the Lord God protected 
Christ. He protected Jesus. Yes. So I, I think we see just a retelling of this in a couple of parts, but certainly with more detail. It, it's interesting. I mean, I said before, you and I have both probably been there when we saw children born, and we see that story. Yes. But this is important in Revelation. There are things we would never know. We lack the ability with our senses to recognize the spiritual world around us. But the Bible tells us it's going on all the time. This is a time when God Almighty allowed a vision. He allowed someone to see what was happening in the spiritual realm. And John's able to see this event, yes. an event that he'd celebrate. He had walked with Jesus yes. after Jesus' birth, and yet he gets to see this again in a heavenly perspective. How exciting a Christmas would that be for him? I'm telling you. To see Jesus exciting. born. That had to be something for him to go, I walked with that guy. I was close with that man. I, I follow him. He is my Savior. He is my Lord. And yet he gets to see that Christmas all over again yes. from the perspective of the battle and the fact that Jesus is now in charge of it and he's on the scene. Uh, but I yeah. get excited. Oh, I get excited about it too. You know, a couple of uh, uh, observations, which may be um, kind of side observations to the Christmas story, uh, but uh, certainly a part of, of our faith and, and a part of all yeah. this uh, would be that— um, you know, when you, well, when you're, when you're looking around at Christmas decorations this year and you start to see depictions of angels, you might see the, the fat little chubby babies or some other depiction. It's hard for me to picture Michael, my namesake here as, as described in verse seven and in the battle that's going on as being that, yeah. as being that. <laughs> I don't think, I don't get that picture when I think of of them being in war, no, it just doesn't come to mind. It does, does it? not come to mind. As I think about how angels are depicted, even in the Christmas story, how they fell down afraid at the appearance oh, and yeah. out throughout the Bible as they did. And so this, this helps me understand even more so as to what's going on there. It also helps me, and we didn't read this part, but if you were to uh, read through, and if you have time, we'd encourage you to continue the passage, yeah. continue to think about it. Uh, the frustration of Satan after that, and then his attack, his ongoing attack yes. on the woman, on, on, you just read through that and think about, um, your own life and think about how that spiritual attack continues to come yes. back and continues to come back and continues to come back. But we know that ultimately our God wins. Absolutely. And I think verse 11 is a a critical passage for us to understand how that battle from our perspective, which which is a timely perspective, right? John got to see something that had already happened, and I don't necessarily get that perspective. You and I fight our spiritual battles in the heat of the moment, right? I get, right. I get caught up in my flesh. I, I'm trying to surrender myself to the power of Christ and, and to find Him alive and effective. And here we see in verse 11 that it says that the believers conquered the dragon by the blood of the lamb. So even when he finally was able to think that he'd caught up with Jesus and slaughtered the lamb of God, and he thought, yes. this is it, I'm done, I've won, I've conquered. That was the very activity that that sealed that victory for Jesus, yes. right? It was a sacrificial death of a loving, holy, perfect God in your place and in mine. Yes. He, he took on the punishment I could not endure. And he satisfied the holiness of God in my place so that I might be clothed with his holiness and be able to come before God who's adopted us into his family. But this very thing that Satan thought was his crowning moment 
was his moment of utter defeat. Yes. So we would continue, we would encourage you to continue to make some observations about this passage uh, as you're preparing for worship this coming Sunday. I'm, I'm so excited to hear our pastors preach yes. on this passage. I think not the typical Christmas story no, from the Bible, but certainly an important one to understand. I think it will be a very moving engaging message. I'm looking forward to it, brother. And we do hope that you're a part of one of our services this weekend. Of course, we have a service on Saturday night, multiple services on Sunday throughout the greater Chattanooga area, different times, different places. Check out our website. That'll tell you all about where you can go and and what time things begin. We even have two online services if you're not in the Chattanooga area or if you're not able to attend in person. And we would encourage you also to like and subscribe, help get the word out about this podcast. Yeah. So that and reach back, maybe yeah. send you an email or something. Absolutely. Also, before we close, we know that the Christmas season can be a very complicated time for many, many people. Yes. Uh, many of you are dealing with dealing with things. We want to recognize that, and we want to say that we love you. Merry Christmas. We've prayed already, even tonight, for you, and we're going to continue to pray for you during this season. And we want to encourage you to think on this passage and the other Christmas stories as an, as, a, as an encouragement that God has not forgotten you. He has not abandoned you. Right. He will continue to be there for you. Yeah, so spend time with the Lord in His Word this week and enjoy Him. this was helpful to you, if while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the connect card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a sermon series called the seven commands of Christ. Jesus gave dozens of commands and as followers of Jesus, we should obey all of them. Over the next several weeks, we are focusing on seven that will change your life. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses, or you can attend online. You will find service times by clicking the link in the show notes to our website. You know, there's so many ways for you to get involved and be a part of what God is doing here at Silverdale, and we really want you to feel welcome and a part. So please stay connected. Be sure to like and follow us on the different social media accounts. You'll find all the links in the show notes of this episode. And lastly, help us spread the word about this podcast. Take a moment to share this episode with your family and friends. Again, we appreciate you listening and hope you will join us again next time.